the best sleep in the world. Well, the best weather for sleep is rain. I said it. I'm not taking it back. The pitter-patter of the raindrops hitting the window. The wind blowing. That is the perfect weather. And it looks like in a few hours, I will be getting that kind of weather. Thanks to the early, early start of Tropical Storm Beta. That's in the Gulf. Honestly, I'm really, really excited. I really am looking forward to those rainy days. Hopefully, I won't fall asleep in class. And if I do, it is what it is. One thing, though, that I am not looking forward to is that I have a physics and algebra test back-to-back tomorrow. And I feel confident, yes, but I also feel worried where I don't know how it's going to go. Again, it is what it is. And for this episode, I really wanted to start off kind of smooth. But I also want to start off with having a moment of silence for the notorious legend, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. A woman who advocated for equality. A woman who made change. For this episode of the podcast, I really want to bring into light the injustice of women's rights. To go more specific, I want to highlight the social injustice of women's right on abortion. Touchy subject, yes. But I really want female listeners to really reflect and to see what's going on what we can do about it and to really really ask ourselves are we really gonna let this happen well it's nighttime and we're gonna get in this maybe not for you but for me it is and we're gonna get in this hi elements it's kayla your daily, well, nightly, (laughs) or daily, if it's daytime for you, dose of reality. Let's get in. The Declaration of the Rights of Women and of the Female Citizen written in 1791 by French activist Olympe de Gauche asserted that women are equal to men 
and should be seen as citizens. No brainer, right? Simple, easy, to the point. And yet we struggle with that. Not we, but lawmakers, officials, people who are in office find that very, very hard to achieve. Later, in the 1973 Roe v. Wade Amendment, in the United States regulated abortion and made it a part of the Supreme Court. Now, present day 2020, yes, the crazy, uncertain, stomach-twirling year 2020. I should give you some anxiety when I say that. Several courts have begun restricting women's rights to abortion and refuse under any circumstances to which there may be rape, incest, and or health risk. Now, this not only violates the choice of women on abortion, but also violates the rights of women in which we can decide the outcome for our unborn child or children and themselves while maintaining an emotional and physical lifestyle. Again, we're gonna jump in this. Oh, I'm already getting some thunder. Yeah, it's gonna be a great night. Back to the episode. It was stated on the member 15, the acts of abortion in Alabama would now result in extreme punishment for the person performing the abortion under the Alabama Human Life Protection Act of 2019. The law defines abortion as the harm of the fetus as a legal person for homicide purposes and compares abortion to the Holocaust and other genocides, said Eric Johnson. The article abortion bill details Alabama, Louisiana, Missouri, Mississippi, Georgia, and Ohio by Times Magazine announced Alabama as one of few states who have made abortions illegal under any circumstances of rape, incest, or mental illnesses, and only under the circumstances of a risk of stillbirth or legal anomaly should abortion persist. In odds against the law, there have been several protests. This was before COVID. These protests for the bill to be dropped. President and CEO of Planned Parenthood Southeast, Stacey Fox, stated that the organization plans to take this country forward, not backwards. Fox states that abortion has been safe and legal in this country for more than 45 years, and we aim to keep it that way. Now, the Alabama Human Life Protection Act of 2019 basically says that a doctor 
that performs an abortion on a female would be punished. So, if the doctors are already being told that they will be punished, where does that leave the females? Now, not going to go to anything graphic or anything past, I guess, this time. When females, when the abortion acts were not legal, they would use other ways to abort their children. And many of the females who did died from blood loss. And now they're taking away doctors, professionals who know how to give abortions and calling it homicide. Moving on. Another state amongst the inhumane acts of abandoning abortion is Ohio. Governor Mike DeWine signed the law but was later vetoed by professor John Hasek on other grounds of being unconstitutional. The bill was later signed in April and also made no exceptions to rape or incest but permits it only if there is a serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of the major bodily function of the pregnant woman. Generous, right? Much like Alabama, Ohio has set numerous punishments for those who perform the abortion with a fifth-degree felony and up to $20,000 fine, along with a license termination. Remember that. The bill remains unchanged only at the expense of the Supreme Court's ruling. Representative Stephanie House of Cleveland, Ohio feels as though people are still going to have abortions. They're going to because it's a real health care need. In another article, dissatisfaction with abortion law rises on both sides of the debate by seeing a new survey were taken to determine the percentage at which people have responded to the laws passed. And although Ohio had passed a heartbeat bill and have been looked down upon by other states, the state has still passed over 20 abortion restriction bills since 2011. Now, we talked earlier about how the doctor performing the abortion would be punished. And now we've gotten more detail that there is a $20,000 fine, there will be a fifth degree felony, and a termination of their license. And yet, seven officers that murdered a mentally ill black man have not even had their credentials taken away from them but they they still get paid six months later may I add 
and nothing has changed. The Breonna Taylor case, nothing has changed. And yet, if these doctors do perform these abortions that are referred to as homicides or even compared to the Holocaust, for instance, have their license taken away from them. And not to mention, there are still children in cages. Nothing has happened. And that, to me, is a very, very, very similar to that of the Holocaust. Just saying. Now, there are currently eight states that have begun regulating women's rights on abortion. Regardless of the extreme inhumane decisions, lawmakers have remained adamant on enforcing that bill. Ladies, this is where I I come in and I ask you, are you listening to what is happening today? It's not about whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. It's about our decisions as females. In Alabama, the law was supported by 25 males in the Senate And yet the bill is clearly affecting women, right? The irony there. Men making decisions for women on our body. And what do we do? Well, like I say in several other Episodes is that we have to educate ourselves. Yes, Kaylee, you say educate ourselves. No, I mean really educate ourselves. We can't jump on a topic that we know nothing about and expect something to change. We have to educate ourselves and know what this means, what this could happen, know our history, know that it will and continue to repeat itself. It will come back if we don't do anything right here, right now. time we look at the big picture here whether you're pro-life or pro-choice it doesn't matter what matters is that as females we have to take charge of things that happen with our body that happen and deal with us specifically and not let genders who know nothing about it, who can't even have, hold a child, take away our rights as women. I really hope you're listening. I really do. We have to be that change. I'm going to say that in every episode We have to make that change. We have to be that change. We have to stop history from repeating itself. And it starts with us. Rise on elements.